Yes, yes. What is going on, everybody? Happy Halloween. How we feeling today? How we feeling? I know we got uh, some mixed feelings going on around Lions fandom. But let me know once you get in here. Give me the thumbs up. Say what's up. You know the drill. And we will get this thing rolling. But uh, how we feeling? Uh, you know, some people are flying high off the wind last night while others are not so happy with the Lions right now. What's going on, John Peterson? Yes, always great to see you in here. Oh, the mic was skipping a little bit there. We'll get that fixed. But yeah, um, how we feeling? Feeling good? Feeling like uh, maybe we should have made a bigger move today? Are we okay? Is everybody okay with how the Lions are right now? And do you feel like we're going to be fine? Because I see a lot of people panicking, and you know why. But um, the Lions, we just, we just had a win on Monday Night Football. An ugly win, but a win is a win. And we'll always take a win in the NFL. Even I, I feel like the refs were trying to screw us over last night. And we still won. And it was sloppy on our part, too, and we still won. So good sign there that you can still win games that way. I know the, it's the Raiders. It's just the Raiders. <laughs> but um, yeah, could have let that one slip away. And I'm glad that we didn't. But once you're in here, say what's up. I see Steve Bach over here says Lions really screwed up. Not going after Chase Young. And we are definitely going to be talking about that. I know uh, my boy Derek's live over on Syndicate right now. So, um, you know, competing with my own guy. But here we go. Very big wasted opportunity is what John Goodwin says. And yeah, once once a few more people get in here, we'll get it started. But let's let's talk about last night a little bit and then we will get into the main topic of the day. It's it's Victory Tuesday. Remember that. It's Victory Tuesday, people. A lot of people don't think so just because of how the trade deadline happened. But we won last night and we are six and two. We're in top of the division. We are second place in all of the NFC. Like I said, it was an ugly win, but a win is a win, and I'm glad we got the W. We won 26-14 to 14 over the Las Vegas Raiders. It should have been a blowout big time. Should have, could have, would have, whatever. We got the W, but we had three turnovers, and it's most likely you're going to lose if you have three tur turnovers. You know, Craig Reynolds, I don't think that his was a fumble. He was definitely down. I think his forward progress was stopped on the ground for at least a few seconds before they went in and stripped it out. So the refs tried to screw us there. Still won. Um, uncharacteristic fumble by Josh Reynolds. And then that golf pick six was absolutely horrendous. But I do think he was trying to throw it out of bounds. I think he was honestly trying to throw it out of bounds. And he just weak-armed it over there to the side. And didn't get it out or high enough. Then it's a pick six. Huge mistake. Luckily, it didn't end up costing us. But uh, Mary Peterson, how's it going? Great Lions win. She's happy with the win. That's what I like to see. John B Peterson says, we are okay. You're right. Uh, last night, let's, let's, uh, let's elaborate a little bit. Okay, so yes, we missed out on an opportunity. We missed out. I'll say it. We could have easily went and got Chase Young. He was 
only a third round. He, he had only took a third round to get him, and now he's on the Niners, who are stacked now. Was I upset? Yes, I was initially upset because I was like, a third rounder? That's all it took to go get him? We have two of those. Why would we not spend one of our third round picks and go help out Hutch and get Chase Young? There's got to be some other underlying stuff going on here. And this is what I think is going on. I think that Brad did reach out. I'm not saying that he didn't. I don't think that we just, you know, let him go. We're like, ah, you know what? This isn't the year to do it. We're, we're not going to make a call. I think they made a call. I think they made a few calls to a few different teams. And they didn't like what they were hearing. They didn't want to give up too much. And they also probably didn't want to sign a guy to an extension. After they got him, all the top pass rushers this year were on a contract year. Their contract was up at the end of this year. We're talking about Brian Burns, talking about Daniil Hunter. We're talking about Chase Young and Montez Sweat. Now, the Bears, I think they got fleeced. They got Sweat for a second rounder. He's older, and they're going to have to extend him unless you're just going to waste that second round pick on a rental guy for a year that you're not even relevant. But that would be the most Chicago Bears thing to do. As of now, and I, and I would laugh at that. That would be hilarious, and I actually hope that's what they do. <laughs> Anyways, um, I they just didn't they didn't want to spend money on a guy. And that's how I see it going down. And I think that they probably tried to get Chase Young maybe for a later round, maybe like a fourth or fifth, and maybe we're gonna give him a less of a deal. Or if they were gonna rent him, they weren't gonna pay a third round for him just for a rental deal. So. That's what I think went down. I think that, you know, maybe we did miss an opportunity. Chase Young is still 24 years old. You can lock him down for a little bit. You can, you can pay him. But we got guys to pay after this season. I'm talking about Panay Sewell. I'm talking about Amon Ross St. Brown. I think that they like Ali McNeil a lot. And why wouldn't they? Ali McNeil has been beasting. The guy is having a great year. And who knows? Maybe they want to keep Barnes as well out of that first rookie class. But I think that they are going to break the bank for Panay Sewell. I think we lock him down for life. And I think that's a good choice right there. And I think they do something similar for Amon Ross St. Brown. I don't think that he's going to get that huge. I, I think, I, I think Panay Sewell will get locked down a little bit longer. But I think that we give Amon Ra a huge contract and an extension. He's earned it. They both have. So there's, there's going to be plans with this money. And I know we have a lot of money. But maybe they talk with these guys. Maybe they knew what they were going to ask. There's a lot more that the insiders like Brad Holmes, who's actually trying to deal for this. No, they know a lot more than we do. We're not in there. We're not in the conversation. We're not on the phone calls. We don't know exactly what's going down. Maybe they were about to make a move. They talk to the guys and they're like, hey, what are you looking at if we trade for you? Maybe they talk to his agent. And he's like, what's a realistic deal? that we would have to get done to extend Chase Young or Burns or, or one of these guys. The agent comes at him with a number that Brad's like, oh, no, no. And then, and then we have a wasted third-round pick. It's not wasted if you go and you win the Super Bowl, obviously. But I, I'm saying, what if the agent or whoever, what if the, he talked to somebody and they gave him somebody that, some, a number that they did not like moving forward with these guys that we don't know about that just didn't make sense for the future because you're not going to send Washington a third round pick. I'm sorry for a guy to be there for the rest of the year. 
That's not how Brad and Dan are going to work. Even if you wanted to work that way, <laughs> you're not the GM. I'm sorry, but that's not how they're going to do it. And yes, I, I know he was there, and, but there's, there's got to be something else <laughs> as to why we didn't pull this trigger. And that's the only reason, that's the only thing I can come up in my, in my mind as to why we didn't go out and get Chase Young. So, you know, got other guys that are on the team already. We got a lockdown next year. We got a lot of money to go for it, but I think they break the bank for Panay Sewell. I think they break the bank for Amon Ra St. Brown. I think we pay Aleem McNeil. And we don't have to do it next year. Obviously, we can, you know, franchise tag some of them, but why not get them locked down before their contract's up? And I think that that has a huge play into this and that maybe Brad knew something more that we didn't as far as getting an extension done with these guys. And if it doesn't make sense, then why go and do it? A lot of people are freaking out about this, though. They, you know, I saw in the, in the press conference, the whole, everybody, SOL, we're done. First round exit of the playoffs now. I guess I'm content with an NFC North championship, nothing more. <laughs> Relax, okay? We got to relax a little bit. Not getting Chase Young is not the end of the world. Yes, it would have been great. Yes, it would have helped Hutch tremendously. But this is not a death sentence to the season, people. We are going to be fine. It, it would have been, been great. Shoulda, coulda, woulda is what it is now, though. We got to support the guys we got. We got a lot better. Last year, the second, half of the second half of the season, and our pass rush was on point last year at the second half of the season. So, you know, we got to trust the process. I did lose a little faith here earlier in the day in Brad Holmes. I was questioning him, but I look back on it. Something, didn't have, something just had to not make sense for him to make that move, but we're going to be okay. This is not the same old Lions now just because we didn't go and get Chase Young. Just because we didn't go get the guy that you guys wanted or, you know, somebody else that went somewhere else, sweat, whatever. That is not going to change this team's mentality. And that doesn't mean that we're just going to lose a first round playoff game automatically now. We're set up right now as the second best team in the NFC. So if the season were to end today, we'd be the number two seed and we'd be playing the, the Vikings. We'd be playing, who, who, who else is there? We'd be playing a 4-4 four and four team, a 500 team right now. And you're telling me that you don't think that we can win that at home with the team that we got right now just because we didn't go and get Chase Young? I know it's going to make a difference when we play the Niners. But let's say, and I don't wish this on anybody, but let's say the, the Niners just spent that third round pick on them. They're going to ex extend them. What if Chase gets hurt? Injuries are still going to play a factor here, and we got guys coming back. Now, I said before, you know, Houston's not the answer, and I still feel like he's not that dominant guy, but last year he was pretty good when he came out of in, at the end of the season. Now, he's not going to come back anytime soon. Dan Campbell said today that he, ex, you know, expects him to maybe come back in December. So we got a while to go. But that's perfect timing. Our schedule's set up nice. 
If we can get Houston back, he's going to help the pass rush no matter what. No matter what you think. I know he's not a Chase Young. You know, he, he's not a Brian Burns. But he had a lot of sacks in little time last year. And I think he comes back. And he does help this team when he comes back. It's not going to be that one game-breaking guy. But maybe it is because he was last year. Him and Hutch together were cooking. They didn't start off that way. But he got hurt early, and then we kind of switched the defensive scheme up, got Bugs in there. Bugs was out this last game. But we put some new people in there, switched them, some things out, and we started getting some more sacks. So maybe if Houston's in there when we're starting to click as a defense and not hurt after that Seattle game, maybe he's starting to cook and eat and helping out Hutch a lot more than we think. Just because it didn't happen in the first few games doesn't mean it wouldn't have happened if he would have stayed healthy. So I think that he definitely will help when he comes back. This is not the end of the world, Lions fans. Don't get upset. Don't get all in your feelings just because we didn't go out and make a big move. We did make a move today. We made a move. We went and got some wide receiver help. Donovan Peoples-Jones from Cleveland. We, we brought him over for a 2025 sixth round pick. That's nothing. It's a few years away. And Donovan Peoples-Jones... You know, he, he's from Detroit. He's got skill. He can return a kick or two. He can, he can line up outside. He can burn some guys. He's got skill there. And I think bringing a guy to a new environment, especially his hometown, can do a lot for a player. We saw what it did for Swifty. I'm not saying Peoples-Jones is on Swifty's level, not even close. But we got to give the guy a shot. And with Marvin Jones out now, he's gone for us. Released him. He's got some personal issues going on. Hope everything's okay. Looks like everything's okay according to his social media. We don't know what's going on. Anyways, we needed a little bit more depth there. Like Brad Holmes said, you never know if anybody gets hurt. They're kind of they're kind of thinning out there. We got good guys there, but they're a little thin there. Amon Ra was sick. He did a Michael Jordan game. He came out and fucking he had sorry, excuse my language. Didn't mean to say that. Had a great game. Normally I don't curse in here, so sorry. Please ex excuse my language, but he had a great game and uh but let's say he's not there and we needed to rely on J-Mo. J-Mo had a little wishy-washy game. You know, he, uh, he, he wasn't even out there that much, really. And when he was out there, he had a drop. The announcers tried to de defend him a little bit. Said it was hard to come back on that one. Hit his hands, though. He should have caught it. Then he gets blown up by Crosby. And then he makes a nice catch, though, over the middle. Gets a nice gain afterwards. But we needed a little bit of help there at wide receiver. So we did go out and make a little bit of a move. It's not the blockbuster trade that everybody wanted. But we're going to be okay. We're going to be just fine. I think this team gets stronger as we move forward. And we've been hurt. We're banged up. We've been banged up the last few weeks. We didn't have Jonah Jackson. Ragnar was out this last game. We still got it done. Montgomery coming back is going to be huge for us. I know this is all on offense. But Houston's going to come back. C.J. Gardner-Johnson is expected to come back towards the end as well. And that's going to help. So we'll, we'll be okay. It's, it's not the end of the world. Yes, I know. Look at San Francisco. They look strong. Their line does. You see in those last three weeks? Not looking so strong. Yeah, they can get to the quarterback now. But Brock Purdy is who we thought he was. <laughs> at least to me. I watched him play at Iowa State. He's Iowa state right now. That's all I got to say. All right. All right. Let's get into the comments. I've talked enough about this. I want to see what y'all have to say 
about what's going on with the trade deadline. And now that it's over, John Goodwin said, still won, did we? It was the Raiders. We will win against Dallas. Okay, yeah. So look, it, it was the Raiders, but we had a terrible game. We had a terrible game. That was such an ugly win. And we still put up 26. So, I mean, we're, we're going to be way better than that. We were injured. We were hurt this game big time. Imagine, and look at what Gibbs did. We're going to talk about Gibbs here in a second. But Gibbs and Monty together, when Monty comes back, and everybody coming back. I expect Jonah Jackson to come back after the bye week. Ragnar will be back. Montgomery should be back. We're going to be fine. And I think that we, I think we will win against Dallas. I don't see why we couldn't. Dallas lost to Arizona this year. Dallas is, they, yes, they blew out the Rams yesterday in Dallas. But we, still, we can still beat Dallas all day with our roster. Just because we didn't get Chase Young. You think we can't beat Dallas because we didn't get Chase Young? We're going to be fine. The season's not over, people. Y'all are acting like we're, we're, like we're done. Like Dig us a grave now because we didn't go out and make the blockbuster trade that you wanted to. Yes, it would have helped tremendously, like I said. But it's not the end of the world. We're 6-2. and two. We are still winning games. We can still beat Dallas for sure. Definitely, 100%. Next question. Hatter's house. I was okay with not making a move. Chase was the only one I wanted. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I think there's got to be something underlying there. I think that they did probably talk to an agent or somebody and they're like, okay, we're going to extend him. If we trade for him, what's he going to want? And those numbers probably did not match up with anything they were willing to do. That's how I see it going down. Yep. Hatter's house bear is going to bear. I believe that Eduardo, what's up? Amon Ra will probably be the first sign. Panay doesn't have to happen for a bit because of fifth-year option. Yeah. Yes, for sure. And, and I agree with that 100%. I, I, I think that we will lock down Amon Ra, but I think that we, we go a little bit longer, a little break the bank for Panay. And why not get it done while we can? I know the fifth-year option is great, and he was first-round pick, so we can do that with him, and we probably will. So good point there, but I definitely see us Breaking the bank for both guys. John Peterson said, wanted sweat. Young is lazy. Okay. Um, I would have I taken sweat, no problem, but definitely on a rental contract and not for a second rounder. And that probably wasn't happening either. I bet they reached out for sweat. They're probably like, hey, give you a fifth or sixth for sweat. Like, nah, nah, we ain't going to do that. And then the Bears called and they're like, we'll give you a second. They're like, okay, yeah, here you go. <laughs> That's how I see it. Um, sweat would have been better or he would have been fine. He's a little bit older and the bears. I can't believe they gave up a second round pick for Montez sweat. Who is good. Don't get me wrong, but they're going to have to extend that man. He's already getting up there. He's close to 30 now. So close to 30. So I'm glad we didn't give up a second round for that. Lady Lion 20, we are still going to make the playoffs go Lions. Most definitely. I think we definitely still make the playoffs, and I think we still get playoff wins. A win or wins. Everybody's counting us out. We're not Super Bowl contenders anymore because we didn't go make a, a move. I, I still don't believe that. I mean, it's about the team that gets hot at the right time. We are in the bye week right now. We're 6-2. and two. It's about to be week 9 coming up. 
This is not the end of the season. We're not going to the playoffs right now. We got to relax a little bit. And I know that's asking a lot of us because we've, we've been waiting for a long time for an opportunity like this. And this is probably the best opportunity the Lions have had ever, maybe, since the, in the Super Bowl era. So, yeah, it's frustrating. It is frustrating that we didn't go out and make that move. But like I said, this isn't the end of the world. This is not a death sentence. Things can still happen. Eli Manning has won two Super Bowls. Are you kidding me? <laughs> now they had a crazy defense. But y'all are acting like it's the end of the world that we didn't go and get one of these guys. I think we're going to be fine. Like I said, last year we got stronger as the year went on. I don't think we've seen our best football from our team yet. We're going to keep getting stronger. We are, we're not even fully healthy and we're out here 6-2. and two. I know it's hard to ask of Lions fans, but we got to be a little bit patient here and relax, okay? We got a, we got a whole half of the season to go. The fact that we're 6-2 and two and we're going to get some guys back is huge. The Niners just, yes, they just got Chase Young, but they're on a three-game losing streak. They're in trouble over there. That's why they had to make that move. It could help them a lot, but, but we'll see. We'll see what really happens. Now, I'm not, I'm not mad at you. Before, and I'm not, I, wanted, I wanted to go make this move today. I wanted us to make a move today. I, like I said earlier, I was initially mad. But looking back on it, there's got to be more to it. We're not the GM. We're not in on these calls. We don't know everything that's going on. So we can't panic. And it's definitely not SOL like I see people saying. And it's definitely not the end of the season. It's not a one and done in the playoffs now because we didn't go make one more move. Like I said, you know, the, the teams right now who are four and four, I mean, we, we, we got the, the Minnesota Vikings, Atlanta's four and four, but they're ahead of the division, so I don't think we would play them, but. I mean, look at the 49ers are five and three. They're not going to be there. The Saints. You think we're losing to the Saints? Or the Vikings when we're as strong as we are and we're at home in a playoff game and that crowd is going wild? No, I don't see it happening. Yes, it's going to be tough to beat the Niners or Philly, but it was always going to be that way, whether we get Chase Young or not. And we're going to be healthy then, hopefully, hopefully. But we should have Houston back. He's going to help out a lot. And I see this defense and team continually getting stronger. And what team, and, and eventually, you know, we're, our offense is, is good. I see us putting up more points than that game. We should have had a blown out game against the Raiders this last game. We had three, three turnovers that held us back. But we're going to be putting up points. We're starting to cook, okay? And yes, we got blown out last week. But before that, our offense was rolling. And I see it getting stronger and stronger. We're going to be putting up points against these good teams too. I think our defense is good enough to hold some of these guys. Some of these teams are going to have to get in a shootout with us. And I don't think some of them are capable of it. I don't, you know, Niners have a stacked roster. But looking at Brock Purdy lately, like I said, Brock Purdy's going to Brock Purdy. He's going to Iowa State. And he's Iowa state right now. I'm a Hawkeye fan. He's doing exactly what I saw him do. While he was in college, yeah, he had good games. But under pressure, Brock Purdy. Just saying. 
We're going to be okay, guys. We're going to be okay. Don't panic. Don't get mad at me. Just, you know, I'm sorry. I'm okay with you guys being mad about this. It's understandable. It's understandable. But don't write an end to the season just because we didn't go and get somebody. That's all I'm saying. All right? Here we go. Lions Mania, they deleted their comments. So that's okay. <laughs> and so did Kofi. If you got something to say, let it be known. This might be a shorter episode, but let's get into some positives that came away from this game. The defense looked absolutely great. It was the Raiders. There was a few plays that we didn't look great. I thought we should have went and got help at D-back. If we, you know, once I saw Sweat and Chase Young go, I was like, okay, let's go get a D-back. That didn't happen. It's all right. But we got burnt bad a few times. <laughs> by Devontae Adams, and if Jimmy Garoppolo didn't throw that one bomb out of bounds or miss him on another one, it could have been a whole different game because those were touchdowns, and Devontae Adams was gone. He was wide open, nobody around him. It was pretty embarrassing how wide open he was and how far off Jimmy Garoppolo's passes were to him. So we got lucky there a little bit. Those would have been two touchdowns, though, and... uh yeah, they shit, could have lost the game right there. All right, but anyways, other than that, Ali McNeil had a huge game. Like I said, might be a guy that we want to re-sign. I think we should in the future here. Part of that first Brad Holmes draft class. The guy's been balling out. Aleem the dream. Love what you're doing, bro. Love it. Love it. But yeah, Kirby Joseph, another pick. Love to see that. Kirby wants to be great. He said he wants to be great. And I think Kirby's on his way. Our defense, they're clicking, okay? Our defense is clicking. They did play the Raiders last night. Yes, we don't get pressure on Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson's insane. I said it before we didn't get pressure on. Well, we're getting pressure because we're getting pressures. Hutch is up there in the top of the league in pressures. It's just we're not getting sacks on some of these teams. But anyways, anyways, let's keep it positive here for a second. The, the, defense, the defense did great last night. And Anzalone was once again... A part of that. He was all over the field. I don't know if you saw the Fanzalonis in the crowd. <laughs> the guys dressed up as Anzalone. It was amazing to see. I loved it. Let me see if I can actually uh, pull that up here real quick. Because that was... I loved it. Oh, yeah. Here we, here we go. Here we go. You see that? <laughs> let, me, let me make that more viewable for y'all. But the, the Fanzalonis... Love it. Love it. <laughs> but yeah, Anzalone had, had a great night. Um, seven tackles, two sacks, three tackles for loss, and two QB hits. He got stiff arm pretty bad at the beginning of the game by Josh Jacobs, but he made up for it in huge ways and made some big-time plays, put a hit on Jimmy G when Jimmy thought he was going to get that first down. No way. Not when you got Thor running towards you, baby. Ain't going to happen. But uh, he, he's another guy, you know, that when the Lions first started there, the, the whole Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell regime, I was like, oh, man, this Anzalone, uh, we, you know, he's here for now. He's got to go, though. And he's proved me wrong. Anzalone's a beast, and I'm so happy he's on the team. And that is why I am not a GM or a coach in the NFL because, <laughs> you know, I – they, they trust the process and good on them because Anzalone has turned out to be absolutely great for us. 
along with Jared Goff, guys that they're seeing that I didn't see at the beginning, but turned out to be some of our best players and wouldn't have it any other way right now with Anzalone out there leading that defense. So yeah, but let's move over to the offense real quick. Amon Ross St. Brown, once again, another 100-plus yard game. He had six receptions for 108 yards, and he was under the weather. Michael Jordan St. Brown. Okay, I know a lot of people don't like Mike here, but I'm just saying the, the flu game. That's all I'm referring to. I'm sorry, okay, Pistons fans. Anyways, uh, the sun god is a beast. He's his own man. He's making his way. Like I said earlier, we need to lock this man down. Get him a big contract. He's earned it. He fits this franchise like a glove. He's gritty. A lot of people overlooked him. He'll let you know how many receivers were taken in front of him. If you ask him, he's got it memorized. But the guy just absolutely fits Dan Campbell's style of play and this team so well. That if Dan's going to be around and Brad are going to be around, which I expect they will because we're doing so good now that Amon Ra's got to be around, especially if Goff's around too. But no matter who is around, Amon Ra is going to do his thing no matter what. But uh, let's get into some rookies from last night. And before I talk about them, it should be known that our rookies on offense this year have over a thousand yards from scrimmage already halfway through the season. Amazing. 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 So let's get into it. We'll start with Sam Laporta. Eight receptions, 57 yards, and a tutty. The guy just does it week after week after week after week. He's consistent. He's become one of Goff's Go-to guys, a security blanket for him, so to say, just like a tight end should be. But this guy's playing like a fifth-year vet as a rookie already. One of the best tight ends in the league. And, you know, Brian Ferentz over at Iowa, he might not have a job next year. But one thing that he's got right is he said that Sam Laporta is ready to go right away and that he might be one of the best athletes, best talent that he's ever coached ever. And, and it's proven right now that Sam Laporta is that guy. He's the real deal. Love what I'm seeing because he's only a rookie. There's going to be years and years and years to come for us. He's better than Hawkinson. I'll say that. And I loved when we drafted Hawk. But he's better than Hawk already. And Hawk's great. I'll say it. I'm putting it out there. Sam Laporta already better than a majority of the tight ends in the league and top tight ends. But let's get into another guy, a guy who had an amazing breakout game. You know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about the one and only, the 12th overall pick, Ja Gibbs. Jameer Gibbs had an absolutely huge game for the Lions last night. 189 all-purpose yards, 152 yards on 26 carries with a touchdown on the ground, and then he had five receptions for 37 yards. You know that the Raiders, the the Raiders didn't even have 189 yards. The Raiders had 157 yards. (laughs) Jameer Gibbs got more yards than the Raiders. And I want to, and I want to, I want to just get into this. All right. This has got to stop. The Jameer Gibbs was a bust talk. I don't want to hear any more Jameer Gibbs was a bust. I don't want to hear any more we reached for Jameer Gibbs. I don't want to hear any more you don't draft 
a running back in the first round because Jameer Gibbs is that dude and he's proven it. He's been proven it. He wasn't starting off as fast as a lot of Lions fans would have liked him to start, but he was starting off a lot faster than most running backs have started in their career. And now the last two games, I know that we got blown out by the Ravens, but he had a huge game that game. It was towards the end, but he started to click. It was starting to slow down for him. This game, it really slowed down for him. And now he's seeing it. He's gotten better and better every game. This game, he was getting better and better every carry. And then it eventually broke off into that huge touchdown where he jumped into the stands. That lady pulled him up like a toddler. She was like, here, come here. Come into my arms. I got you. <laughs> Anyways, though, he's, he really broke out this last, last game. And I think it's going to continue to happen. And I think he's going to get even better than this. So imagine now that Gibbs is playing at the level that he is. And then we get back a healthy Monty. We got a real deal scary backfield there. We got a real deal two-headed monster when it comes to our running back room now. Because before, all the defenses would probably see, you know, Gibbs is coming out like, oh, this probably run or not run, probably a pass or maybe a more of a finesse run outside or like a draw or something. Monty's in there. They know we're going to pound, pound the ball down their throat. But now, they're not going to know what to do. Because Montgomery can go out there. He can catch the ball too. But Gibbs brings that element now to where he can be that back who can run it through the trenches. He proved it last night. I know it was the Raiders. Raiders got a pretty good defensive line. Max Crosby was wrecking havoc out there last night. But Jameer Gibbs was still able to get it done. And this is going to be moving forward. I, I've been saying it prior weeks that Jameer Gibbs can handle the load. I've said he can be a three-down running back. A lot of people, some in here, I don't know who it was, but a few of them were saying he's not a three-down running back. He's a pass down back. He can't handle the load. I'm sorry. He can't do it. He proved you wrong last night. I don't want to hear it anymore. Jameer Gibbs can handle the load 100%. And it's a luxury for us that he doesn't have to because we have a guy like Montgomery. So when Montgomery gets back, now that the game has slowed down for Gibbs, things are going to get very scary for the other teams who have to face these guys because our offensive line when they're fully healthy too, once they come back, we're going to be healthy after this bye week. The league better watch out. So yeah, we didn't go make that big defensive move that everybody wanted, but we're going to be putting up points and we're going to be pounding that ball down your throat, wasting time while we're putting up points. So we're going to be okay. This offense just got that much better with Gibbs finding his footing in the league. The guy's for real and he's worth the first round pick, in my opinion. All right, here we go. Back into the comments. Marcus Robinson said, what up, dope people? This is the first trade cast I've seen today where the host isn't in panic mode. <laughs> Lions are going to be fine. Go Lions. That's right. That's right. That's right. We got to stay calm, people. We still got a good squad. We're still going to be okay. This is not the same old Lions. Like I said, we got stronger last year, and our roster has improved this year. We're already 6-2. and two. Yeah, we're looking good okay or already. But I think we get stronger. I think we get stronger as the season goes on. That Ravens game was a wake-up call. This Raiders game should be a wake-up call. We, get, we turn the ball over three times. They better go and fix the ship, and I think that they will. We got lucky we run, won against the Raiders. So that's what I was a little bit panicked about, but we won. This team's going to get stronger. Don't worry. Don't worry. 
And thank you, Marcus. What up? <laughs> Lady Lion. The young players are going to be better by the end of the season. You're right. With the expectation, with the experience that they are getting now, you're completely right about that. Uh, you know, Roderick Martin finally got some snaps out there last night. I think he can make a difference in this team. He didn't make a huge difference last night, but he played and he's going to get better. Jack Campbell, by the end, end of this season, is going to be a beast. Mark my words. Jack Campbell will be out there making impactful plays, big-time plays for us on defense by the end of this season. Brian Branch, who's already been making plays for us, is going to get better. The game's going to slow down a lot to these guys. It hasn't all the way yet. It hasn't all the way yet. They're still rookies. Some of them got it right away. Sam Laporta. But I think he's going to get better. We got to remember Amon Ra, how slow he developed. He, he wasn't a slow developer because he was fine by the end of that rookie season. And he was doing okay before then. But the, by the end of that rookie season, he was on fire. And I, and I think these guys, these young guys, especially the first four that we got, are going to make an even bigger difference as the season moves along. So very good point there, Lady Lion. Very good point. John Peterson, Lions had a great shot, have a great shot at best record in the NFC. They definitely do. And Philly's got the second toughest schedule moving forward. And we've probably got one of the easiest schedules moving forward. I saw somebody earlier say something about Dallas. I think we can beat Dallas. If we don't beat Dallas, it don't matter. I want to beat Dallas. I think we do beat Dallas. But our schedule is set up for us. As long as we can go out and take care of the teams that we are supposed to take care of, we're going to have a great record by the end of the season. I don't know if we lose another game moving forward. <laughs> you know, the, the biggest chance, there's going to be tough games. Don't get me wrong. Any given Sunday. But if we win every game we're supposed to win, I think they only have us losing one game, and that's to Dallas. And I think we can go and beat them. Dallas is every other week. They don't know. Dallas don't know who they are. Dallas is amazing one week, and then the next week, they're the bottom of the feeder. You know, it's, it's, they, they, we're going to be okay. And, and we might catch them on that game. And even if we catch them on a good game, yeah, their defense is crazy, but I think we have the roster to keep up with them as long as we don't fall too far behind early, like we did in the Ravens game. But I don't think it's going to be that way. I don't think we, there's another game that we play the rest of the way to where we get blown out like that. We're going to play tough no matter what. But yeah, we're set up. We're set up to make a real run here uh, and get a ton of wins moving into the playoffs. And other teams are now entering their toughest part of their schedule. Philadelphia. They got the Cowboys. I mean, I, I can go and look here real quick just to see exactly who they got. Because they're the only team in front of us at the moment right now. So uh, let's, let's see who, who Philly's got moving forward. They have the Cowboys, the Chiefs, the Bills, the 49ers, the Cowboys, the Seahawks, a divisional game with the Giants, the Cardinals, and then the Giants. But my goodness, they have a very tough stretch coming up right now with some top-tier teams that they could lose. I see them losing a few games there. And we can go and make a run here. So we're already ahead of the Niners. 
I see the Niners losing a few games. They got a, they got a little bit tougher schedule than we do as well. We could really go into the playoffs with the number one overall seed and home field advantage. Now you telling me that we don't got a shot with our home field behind us? Our fans are crazy. That in itself is worth enough for whoever we didn't trade for today. If we can get home field advantage, that makes a huge difference for us. So we got to, like I said, we got to stay positive. We, the schedule's in our favor. Philly's got a very tough schedule. Niners got a tougher schedule than us. As a matter of fact, I want to take a look at the Niners schedule real quick just to confirm that we can't panic quite yet. Because the Niners, let's see here. Niners got Jaguars. Jaguars are playing out of their mind right now. They got the Buccaneers. Been playing good. They go on the road to, to Seattle. They got the Eagles. They got Seattle again. They got the Cardinals. They got the Ravens. They got the, the Commanders and the Rams. I definitely see a few more losses there as well. So, Lions fans, don't panic. We could be going in to the playoffs with the number one overall seed and home field advantage the rest of the way. Like I said, that in, that in itself is worth one of these big-time players. I know that a player is more important, I guess, than home field advantage, but I don't know. The way that the Lions get loud, I think it does make a difference, and they feel comfortable at home. And just to be at home all the way in the playoffs makes a huge difference to not have to go to Philly, to not have to go to San Francisco. Makes all the difference in the world, and if we can get that, we're going to be just fine, okay? It's, it's, not, it's not right off the Lions. Everybody's thinking, oh, we didn't get nobody. Can't win the Super Bowl. Not necessarily. If we have home field advantage, get into the bowl. And there's still some guys out there. I, I've seen um, some people talking they want to bring back Nadamakin Sue. He's still a free agent, and that's somebody we could go and get. I don't necessarily think that we do go and do that, but. If he wants to come back and if he still can make a difference, he can help out the defensive line right there. And there, there's probably somebody else out there in free agency as well that we're just not thinking of off the top of our head. That's an older guy. Maybe can't last the whole season, but if you get him for a playoff push, might make a difference. So please don't, don't panic yet just because we didn't get Chase Young. I'm going to head over to the comments, see if anything else is going on. John Peterson says, hardest two games, Chargers and Cowboys. Yep, and we got the Chargers next in L.A. I really want to go to that game. Probably not happening, but, but we'll see. And, uh, and I, I think we win that game. I think we win that game. That's our next game. I'm not going to get into it. We're going to talk a lot more about the Chargers next week because it's a bye week. I need something to talk about next week. <laughs> so we're going to hold off on the Chargers talk. But then, yeah, the Cowboys, definitely the toughest game after that. And, you know, Minnesota was looking strong. They were actually starting to scare me there a little bit. They got to 4-4 four and four at the end of the game, unfortunately for them. And Kirk Cousins, you know, he goes out and it ends up being a torn Achilles, probably out for the rest of the season. Tough for him. He was having a career year. Sucks. Part of the game. Makes it a little bit easier on us, though. We'll see. 
They just went and got Josh Dobbs from Arizona. So who knows? Who knows what can happen? But yeah, uh, we're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. Kyle says, people complain about we did not get, you mean Chase Young, yes. They're complaining big time, and it's okay. Let them complain. Let them have their day. We're 6-2, and two, though, and we're set up real nice to make a run for a lot of wins when the teams in front of us have a lot tougher schedule and could lose some games. I just said it. We have a real deal chance at getting that number one seed in the playoffs. And if we get that, oh, baby, Detroit's going to be a madhouse, as it should. And that's, that's very valuable in itself to get that. Billy, did you know that Alex Smith was a playoff quarterback when he was replaced by Mahomes? I did know that. And uh, <laughs> what does that have to do with anything right now? Are you trying to say that we should put in Hendon Hooker because Goff is looking a little shaky? I want to know. Because Goff is, he does this. Last year he had... A real good year, but he had a little stretch where he was a little bit off. Last night, I think he did fine. Um, he had that one horrendous pick six, but I truly believe, I said this earlier, I truly believe he was trying to get that out of bounds. And he threw that so weak over to the sideline that it didn't even get close. I mean, it didn't get up high enough. It didn't get out of bounds. Turned into a pick six. I think it was a huge mental error. But other than that, Goss been playing out of his mind. Um, yeah, Alex Smith was a playoff quarterback. Mahomes is amazing now. We don't know what Hendon Hooker is going to be. But you don't bring Hendon Hooker in this year. Definitely not this year. A lot of people want to see him this year. He's coming off of a major injury. Goff is playing great football. You don't just say, okay, Goff, seen enough from that pick six. I got the next Mahomes here. I already know it. I haven't even seen him play a snap, but I know for a fact that it's the next Mahomes. So you're done, Mahomes, because you're the Alex Smith to my Mahomes. And that's that. No, that's not, that's not going to happen. I get what you're saying. <laughs> I get what you're saying, but that's definitely 100% not happening this year. So forget about it. Hendon Hooker, we drafted him to be somebody, I think. Brad Holmes loves Jared Goff, though. And as much as people want to see Hendon Hooker get in there, and be that next Mahomes. I don't know if we're ever going to get that chance. Because anytime that Goff wins, you see Brad over there shaking him. He's, yeah, let's go, baby. I know Brad's a villain. I know he's not scared to go and take chances. But I know that he does love Jared Goff. He was part of that Rams team, that the organization that drafted Jared Goff. He was ecstatic to get Jared Goff when we traded Matthew Stafford, and I mean, who wouldn't be, I guess, to get a bridge quarterback like that? But he's not a bridge quarterback. The guy has proven to be that he might, he, that he deserves an extension. And I'm, I'm riding with Goff until he proves otherwise. He's a great ma game manager. He knows this offense like the back of his hand. Him and Ben Johnson work great together. I'm not putting in a rookie who's coming off of a major injury anytime soon. Let him develop a little bit. Let him sit even another year next year. Before you bring that kid in. He hasn't even played a preseason snap. So until any of that happens, Hen and Hooker and the Mahomes comparisons need to stop. <laughs> because he hasn't even seen the he hasn't even seen a preseason game. You know, he hasn't even seen a real deal practice yet. 
let the kid develop a little bit more before we talk to get Jared Goff out of here for Hendon Hooker, okay? I see what you're saying, but it's not that time yet. It's not that time. All right, any more questions here? We got any more questions? Billy, I, I, love, I love that, though. Way to steer up some stuff. I do think that Hendon Hooker has the ability, but not, we can't do it yet. We can't do it yet, okay? Even if Goff were to come out, they're going Teddy Bridgewater before Hendon Hooker. And I do get what you're saying, okay? I get what you're saying. Because <laughs> a lot of people have been saying it. I'm not going to write you off. But just for right now, we can't steer away from Goff, who's, who's been having a very good year. All right, everybody. If there's no more questions, I think that's going to do it for me today. Yeah, we didn't go and get a big name blockbuster trade like everybody thought we would. We did go make a trade, though. We got Donovan Peoples-Jones, who I think helps out that wide receiver room. But we're going to be okay. Like I said, we got a real deal shot at the number one seed going into the playoffs with our schedule and the other team's schedule set up. If we get that, anything can happen. We'll be fine. I see a few things coming in here before we get out of here. Jermaine says, even if we do win home field, are we better than the Eagles or 49ers or Dallas? I think we definitely are. I mean, I don't know if we're better than them all together, but Niners are on a three-game losing streak. Chase Young is not going to be the guy. I mean, he's going to make a difference on that defense. They do get a lot better now. I mean, they, he would have been a lot better on our team, but maybe he's not going to wreck as much havoc as everybody says. Who, who knows what happens over there, okay? They got to go play a game with him first. They got to see what happens, how he fits into their defense. I think he's going to be good. But the Niners are on a three-game losing streak. Brock Purdy's not looking all that hot. I feel like we can get in a game with the Niners and definitely win. Ben Johnson's creative enough. We held Max Crosby last night. You know, he didn't... He was wrecking havoc on that run game. Don't get me wrong. And the, the Raiders are not even close to what the Niners are. But Max Crosby, to me, is... One of the, if not the best pass rusher in the league right now. And we held him in check when it comes to the pass rush. So I think we got the team to where we can definitely beat the Niners at home. We're taking Dallas down all day. Dallas is, is a mess on the road sometimes. And they've already exposed themselves. Yeah, they had a huge blown out, blowout game against the Rams. And that's how they win. They blow out other teams. But I think that we can definitely beat Dallas at home. And then Philly... Yeah, they're 6-1. and one. They're looking good, but they still have flaws. They gave up 31 points, or however many points they gave up, to the Redskins. Or, sorry, excuse me, I'm sorry, the Commanders. And if, if the Commanders are putting up 31 points to Philly, imagine what we're going to do at home. And I think we make a few more stops on Philly than they do on us. I think we can beat any of these teams. There's a case for all of them. Yeah, they can beat us any day, too. But there's no reason to why we can't beat them, especially the teams that they already lost to, especially what they're kind of already showing. You know, they, they have weaknesses. They definitely have weaknesses. Yeah, we see our team a little bit more vulnerable. We watch them every week. But don't count us out just because we didn't go make a big-time trade today. We're going to be fine. I think this team gets stronger moving forward. The rookies get better. We're going to get Houston back. He's not. Chase Young, but maybe he could be. Like I said, they had a different defensive scheme when he was in there the first few games. We get him in there now. 
with the way the defensive play is playing. Maybe Hutch and them have a lot more sex. Maybe Houston's a lot more productive with the way things are going now because he got hurt early. So we got to remember that too. And he's going to come back late. Yes, it's going to be December, but we should still have a good record by then. And that's almost perfect timing. We're going to get CJ Gardner Johnson back, hopefully, for a playoff run. So we can't panic here. We're going to get guys back. Real good guys. Our offense is only going to get stronger. The offensive line was hurt last game. We still came away with the win. You know, Montgomery's coming back. The, guy, the guy's a beast. We can, we can control the clock with these guys, too. We can really pound the ball, and they're not going to have a lot of chances on offense. So there's things we can do moving forward with these guys coming back that we're going to be much better than we are right now. We're 6-2. and two. We haven't had a full healthy team, I don't think, all year. And who knows if we get that ever. But we can't just say, okay, we didn't get these guys. The season's over. We're a one and done in the playoffs. No, that's, that's not how it's going to work. And especially if we have home, home field advantage. This team is fine. We're set up to still make a big time run. I would have liked to see Brad Holmes go out and make a better move today. Don't get me wrong. I'm with you guys on that. I'm with you. But I'm not panicking. It's not the SOL. The season's not over. It's not a death sentence. It's not dig us our grave now. We can still get home field advantage. And yes, we can beat the Niners, Philly, and Dallas. And yes, I think we can win the Super Bowl still this year. I said it right there. I still believe you guys should too. Guys and gals, everybody. Don't get your panties in a bunch today. Because we didn't go out and get who you wanted. Like I said earlier, I think there was something else underlying that maybe we didn't know about. Brad Holmes makes a call to the agent of Chase Young. Hey, how much is he going to want for an extension? We're giving him a third, but we want to extend him. All oh, that much? Too much money. Can't do it. Sweat. How much money does he want for an extension? Ah, can't do that. Burns. Probably something like that. That's just what I think. That's what I think went down. So don't get upset over this. We're going to be okay. Yes, we can definitely beat these other teams. Look at who they lost to. All right. Here we go. It's okay to be mad, though. It's okay to be mad about this. It is okay to be mad about this. But we're on Victory Tuesday, and it's Halloween. So have a good time. Enjoy your day. You know what I mean? Enjoy it. It's okay. Forget about it. It's all shoulda, coulda, woulda now. Can't do anything about it now. We got to rock with who we got. And I'm still rocking with them. You going to give up on your team just because they didn't do that? Not me. We've been through worse. This is still our best shot. We can still make noise. The team got so much better in the second half of the year last year. What's to say they don't do it again this year? Get hot at the right time and go make that run. I still got faith. That's all I'm saying. Billy, not this year, but let him compete next season for the job. I, that's on Hendon Hooker. I got you. Yeah, give him. But that's what I'm saying. Let him actually play a few games. Let him real deal compete. And if he's out there proving that he can do it, why not? All right? I, I agree with you there, but this year it's all golf. This year for sure it's all golf. Ronnie, scheme is important. You're right. Hooker is back up next year. 49ers in panic mode. Yeah, 49ers are definitely in panic mode. And that's what that proved today. You know, they had to go out and get a guy because they weren't getting enough done. And a lot of people are thinking, you know, we need to go get a guy to help Hutch. Yeah, I agree that we needed to, but we're, getting, we're still getting the job done. We have a better record than the Niners right now. They are in panic mode. They're over there like, oh, what do we do? We, we need to beef up our defense in order to hold teams to no points because Brock is who we thought he was. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm going to keep saying that. Brock is who we thought he was. I saw him at Iowa State. 
He's Iowa Staten, baby. He ain't, he's not he's not that robot. He's not that guy. He's gonna he's gonna mess up, and he's been showing it. All right, brand new. We'll be okay. Okay isn't good enough for playoff success this season, and that's okay. We're gonna hey, I still think we get playoff success, and you're right though. We're we're getting better and better every year. Um, maybe this isn't our year, but don't count us out. I don't think that this is not not our year. Um, I think we do get better next year though too. And they better, since they didn't address it in the trade, they better go address a little bit more pass rush in free agency or the draft next year. I know we're getting a little bit too soon, but I think that we still have a good enough team. Still think we have a good enough team to make something happen. They're going to have to prove some things to me for sure. Um, but I think that Dan Campbell get their mindset even better. And I think we get stronger moving forward. I don't see why not. Last year, we were terrible first half of the season. And we come out. And we start beating good teams and we get on a run, almost make the playoffs. This year, I see us getting stronger again throughout the season. But this time, we in the playoffs and we're hot. All right. But brand new. Love to see you in here. Thanks for coming back. Good point, though. You know, we'll see. Teach throw. Everybody got their own opinion. I'm being positive. I'm staying optimistic. It's not the end of the world to me. Jermaine, golf got a noodle arm. <laughs> he shows us sometimes, doesn't he? Yeah, but he's, he's, playing, he's playing good football. And I think, you know, when you got a guy who can manage your offense the way that he is, you don't move away from him just yet. Uh, but yeah, some of those passes that he has are, are absolute ducks. Absolute ducks. The Ronin. Sorry if I called you Ronnie early. My bad. Philly is vulnerable, yeah. They have to work way too hard for wins. You're correct. That's what I'm saying, man. Health and scheme are additions. Yeah. Pro projected O-line has played one game together. Exactly. Thank you. We're going to be fine, people. We're going to be fine. Haven't even had a full, healthy team together all year. Bucky, he said. Let Grid know that his mid-rich L is a clown. Thanks. What? I don't even know. What, okay. <laughs> Hold on. I don't know what that even means. Let Grid know that his mod Rich L is a clown. Thanks. I don't know what you're talking about, Bucky. If you could explain a little bit more, then maybe I would know. But yeah, no idea what you're talking about. The Ronin Sugar Hub. <laughs> John Peterson, if OC leaves next year, Brad, oh my God, he's talking about Brad, Brian Ferentz is available. No, absolutely not, John Peterson. I know you're joking there. We do not want Brian Ferentz. That would be the death of this team for sure. Then you can start digging our grave. Then you can start digging our grave. Brand new. Go ahead and say what you had to say, man. Go ahead and, go ahead and bring it back. I want to see what you had to say. It's okay. I like you, brand new. I like your comments and I like you in here. You always got something good to say. I love it. Billy. R99. We can't hold back a player who's clearly better at the position than Goff. We'll see, man. Um, Goff's playing out of his mind. Playing some of the best football he's ever played. And he's a top 10 quarterback right now. I know you are. <laughs> I know you're willing to risk it on Hendon Hooker. But it is an organization really willing to risk it on a rookie. He's not going to be a rookie next year. But risk it on a guy 
over a guy who's proven himself and who's proven he can run the offense in a very effective way, get, you know, more than half the games over, you know, 30 plus points. We'll see how that turns out this, excuse me, this season. But, um, you know, I, I don't know if Brad and Dan will move away from golf just because of already what he's proven. Because I don't, you know, I, I know that they're willing to take risks, but I don't know if they'd take that shot if they're like, okay, thank you for your time, Goff. We're moving on to Hooker. Now, I know they did draft him. They have a vision for him. I still see him sitting one more year at least. At least one more year sitting behind Goff before they get him in there. But what's to say Goff, to, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to get into the talks to where a scenario where he might come in. But yeah, you know, Hendon Hooker definitely has the talent. His, his ceiling is way up there. The guy was a beast at college before he had that freak accident. So I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not saying Hendon Hooker is not the QB of the future. But I don't know if Dan and Brad are willing to walk away from golf so soon. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. The Ronin. King Strong will replace BJ if left, but no guarantee that he does. Okay. That's the first prediction that I've seen of somebody who will replace Ben Johnson. Wouldn't mind that, but I don't know if Ben leaves. You're right. Goff will get an extension. I, I, I think that's happening. I think it's happening. That's why, Billy, I'm sorry to you. I think Brad, I think Brad loves Goff. Goff's been playing good. He's been proving it. He's been proving his, that he's worth it. You, you have a quarterback like that who can get these numbers you don't walk away from them. A lot of people will not take that risk. And I don't know if you should. I don't know if you should, because if it doesn't work out, then you're setting yourself back there. I think that Hendon Hooker will work out, but I don't think that they take that risk. RID77 Mac. He says, sorry, my dog is back there getting a drink of water if you hear some slurping. <laughs> he says he's all he always was, but he's not that flashy guy. He gets the job done. Goff is the best, and a lot of news media fail to give him his due yet. And he's, like I said, top top 10, top 5 maybe quarterback this year, playing great. MVP discussion. You don't move on from a guy like that unless he, like, absolutely has some kind of, you know, just huge mental breakdown and turns into the worst quarterback in the league. Brand new. I'm envious of how well the Niners are with trades. Yeah. Randy Gregory, Young, and CMC last season. I think we all were hoping Holmes could have been as aggressive in trades. Yeah, we all were. And, I, and I'm with you, man. I was sitting here. I woke up today, and I expected us to go and get somebody like Young. I thought we were going to make that move. I really did. And I was initially upset. I'm not saying that we didn't drop the ball there, okay? I'm just saying it's not time to panic just because we didn't make that move. Brad Holmes knows more than we do. They are in on the conversations more than we are. They, they know what's happening. So I think that a phone call was made to a certain person, like I said, and it just didn't make sense for us in some kind of way. I couldn't believe I was, I was in a lot of shock when I saw that Chase Young went for just a third round and we had two third round picks. So I'm with you there. I, I thought that we were definitely going to make that move today and we didn't, but I'm, I'm staying optimistic. And I'm trying to be a positive outlet here for us to let y'all know that it's, it's still okay, all right? It's, it's not time to panic. Like I said, you know, a lot of people don't think home field advantage is enough, but it does make a huge difference in the playoffs. And I see us 
with our schedule set up, we can we can definitely make a push to get that number one seed in the playoffs. You know, I see us at least at the least getting number two. And then if we're number two, then we're playing the Vikings or the Saints right now, the way that the everything's set up with the records and everything. You know, it could go a different way. The Bucks could get in there. But at home, I think we beat any of those teams. So it's it's not it's not over. And like other people have agreed with me in here, Philly's looking vulnerable. Niners in panic mode. Dallas is wishy-washy. We can beat any of these teams. The NFC is wide open right now. And for us to get the home field advantage makes all that difference. And like I said, this team has only proven that they get stronger at the second half of the year, every year with Dan Campbell. Every single year he's been a coach. This team has gotten better and better the second half of the season. I expect it again. I think we're going to get stronger. That pass rush might wake up. Don't panic, all right? I said might. We'll see. But we're definitely going to be a lot more healthy moving forward, and things are going to get better for us. The comments are starting to go off now, so I'm going to stay with y'all. I'm going to stay with y'all. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to answer these questions. The Ronin, BH, Brad Holmes, and MCDC know what needs are and who is available for what price. Exactly. Um, there's got to be something other underlying. They probably, like I've, I've said this many times today, they probably made a call to an agent, said, hey, we want to get them. But when we get him, we're going to extend him because that's the only way to do it with these guys. They were all on their, their contract year. They, their contract was up at the end of the season. So if you go and you spend a third on them, sorry, or even better, like a second or something, which I'm glad we, you know, I never wanted to give up a second. But let's say we spend that third and we go get Chase Young. You're going to want to extend him. Maybe he wanted a blockbuster deal of an extension. And we're just like, you know what? We got to make this move with Sewell and Amon Ra already. Moving forward, yeah, Sewell can, can like we are we already said he can get that fifth year option, but they already got big plans for some of their, their players who are on the roster already. Golf might get extended next year. They they got plans for guys. So maybe Chase Young's deal or Montez Sweat or Burns, whoever we called about. And I do believe that Brad did make the call. I'm I'm assuming that what they wanted for an extension just didn't make sense. And it was like, well, we're not going to give up a third round pick for us to maybe extend the guy because he's going to want too much. So I think it's smart to not waste that pick if that's the case. And that's probably what is happening. Just what I'm assuming. Billy, that's what I referenced. Alex and Mahomes. Andy Reid wasn't scared to pull the trigger. You're right. We're back on that Hendon Hooker. We'll see, Billy. We'll see. They drafted him for a reason. Brad's the villain. You never know. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying I don't think it happens this year or even next year. But he could be the Lions quarterback of the future. The Ronin, Levi, Pascal, Rags, Jackson, Monty. Health has been our biggest problem, and they're all going to come back. And like you said, we're 6-2. and two. We're still looking good. Top of the North. Second in the whole NFC right now. We're only going to get healthier. We're only going to get better. We're going to be okay. And I'm not talking about okay like we're just going to, oh, we're going to be okay. No, I'm saying we're going to be all right. We're going to be, we're going to be good. We're going to be good to go. King SJ. I wasn't getting my hopes up on the deadline today. Even the wide receiver pickup, I was kind of surprised about. Yeah, a lot of people didn't think we were going to make a move at all. So um, I think the Peoples Jones, I, I like it. He's back in Detroit now. Bring the man home. Second chance at a career here. and. A lot of guys, when they get to go home, they improve a lot. 
DeAndre Swift. Look at the career, the game that, or the year that he's having this year. I always thought Swifty was good. He, he had the potential to be one of the best backs in the league for us. But him going back to Philly just gets his mental right. And I think Peoples Jones can that can do the same for him. He can come over here. I don't see him making like the, a massive difference, but he's going to help that wide receiver room out. Definitely depth. And I don't know how we're going to use him. You know, maybe they have a bigger plan than what we see. The guy's got skill. He was great in college. He's got skill. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. The Ronin strategic, not scared. Brad Holmes. Good point. D77 Mac. They sure needed this week off. Yeah, the rest will help a lot of the. Yeah, and uh, Dan Campbell said it too. He goes, this is perfect timing. We needed this. If we were playing the Chargers next week before a bye week, I don't know. I don't know if we win that game because um, we were looking beat up. Things were just rough. Things were a little off. This was the perfect timing for the bye week, and guys were banged up, but you know, not serious injuries. Just needed a few weeks off. We were able to let some guys rest this past week, get the W. Now they got another week's rest. Come back stronger. Come back healthy. We'll be good to go. Yes, sir. D77 Mag, got to go. See you later. I'm going to get out of here soon, too, as well. Good to see you in here, as always. Love to see these comments flowing now. Billy, he said, <laughs> Billy's over here on this Hendon Hooker talk. I get it, man. I got you, brother. I got it. I understand. And I, and I, you know, I said it earlier this year. I was kind of like, well, we'll see what happens with golf this year. It's before the season started. And I was like, he's hurt, but maybe we got the Mahomes. To I, I said it too, but the way the golf's playing right now, you, you got to stick with him. You got to roll with him. You have to. Keep Henning Hooker on the roster. Don't trade him. Let him develop another year. Let him play preseason games. Let him see some real life action when we're killing again next year. And golf's that quarterback, and we're balling out again. But it's you don't have to rush this guy in there, especially coming after that that major major injury. Let him ease in. We know he's got the talent. Quarterbacks can go longer in this league now. They can they can be in their forties if they do the right regimen throughout their career. So let him ease in. No need to rush him. We got a guy who's playing very well right now. Top five. MVP caliber right now at quarterback. <laughs> All right, the Ronin. Some YouTube hosts are losing their minds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, you know, you, you, we could have gone about this one way or the other. You either lose your mind and you have a bad day and you let this affect you all week and the rest of the season. Or you enjoy what we're doing. You don't panic. You realize we're 6-2. and two, And that the schedule is set up real nice. For us to have a very good seed in the playoffs. And you realize that we still do have a real deal chance this year. And everything's going to be okay. You can panic. Or you can take a deep breath. And you can rock with the boys still. It's okay people. I understand your frustration. I was there, but then I looked myself in the mirror and I was like, am I going to go, am I going to go on a tangent and yell at these fans today for no reason for something that they all know should have happened or could have happened? Cause I mean, it shouldn't, it maybe, it should, you know, like I said, some underlying stuff, or am I going to go and I'm going to talk to you guys and we're going to be positive here today and we're going to keep this train rolling 
And we're going to enjoy this year as the Lions are having a phenomenal year. Six and two going into the bye week. The schedule's set up nice. It's looking like we're going to win the North. We've never won the NFC North. We've won the Central way back in the day. But as far as it's been the North, we've never been a North champion. I know we want more. I know we're capable of more. I think we'll get more. So just stay with the team. Don't panic. Don't let this trade deadline ruin your day. Don't let it ruin last night's win. Don't let it ruin the fact that we're first place and we're 6-2. and two. First place in the North at 6-2 and two and second place in the entire NFC. Don't let it ruin that. I know we've been waiting a long time, but we still got a chance. The NFC is wide open this year, y'all. So relax. Have a good rest of your day. Happy Halloween. Lion's going to be fine, baby. I'm going to end it on that. Have a great night, y'all. Peace.